Yo, 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 ski, everybody. Welcome back to the Play the Rugby Podcast where the world revolves around me. As always, I'm King Raven. And I am your co host, King Jerry. What, bitch? <laughs> there can't be two kings. You know what? I agree. So, uh. Bishop. Know, how, how about how about Bishop, Jerry? <laughs> how about Rook? Rook? Is that, a, is that like a. Is that above a bishop? How about a cardinal? Cardinal? <laughs> yeah, a cardinal. D- d- does it look like I have a beak? No, that's a rank, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> You're the one who didn't know what I meant when I said rook. You said bishop. I said rook. Is, like, but, okay, uh, playing a little chess. All right. Uh, Car- Cardinals are the most senior members of the clergy of the Catholic Church, being second and presidents only to the Pope. So you'd be a cardinal. Trying to sound like you knew that shit off the fly. I know you looked that up. Do it matter? <laughs> I know it's better than a rook. No, oh my bitch ass nigga. Anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> Welcome back to the Playroom Podcast. World Vols Around Me. Um, as always, you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And YouTube. An hour later, I had blinked. I'm sorry, I zoned out for like a hot second. My bad, y'all. But uh, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit that five-star rank. So that way, everybody... So that way we move up the algorithm and bring in new listeners. If you're listening to this on Spotify, share it with a friend. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell notification button so you can be notified every time the podcast is uploaded. But enough of the self-promotion. Let's get into it. But before we get into it, I actually want to talk about something. We're going to do something. Uh, where we and where we push in more pop culture shit because you know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stories happening every single day and uh, it's happening all the time. So let's talk about a new topic type thing. I'll, I'll come up with a name for it. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. But during a preseason 76ers game, Floyd Mayweather, famed boxer. Uh, was at said game, and a fan asked him to take a picture with him. But the Floyd declined as soon as he saw that the man had painted nails, and and remarked, and I quote, said, "Nah, I'm not taking pictures with a man who has painted nails." As Floyd, as a, as one of Floyd's bodyguards, uh, pushed the man away from Floyd, and and the in the video you can see how distraught the man is. So, I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just set it up like this. Why? Who cares? Like, so the man had painted nails. Like, does how does that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't affect him in any way. Like the guy is practically 
well off. So I don't see why a man having painted nails is going to make him lose his money if that's what he's concerned about. That's exactly. Well, I think it was more about him affecting his brand. But at the at the end of the day, if you have if you have the um, <clears throat> alphabet people on your side, you will eventually because that shows that you're that you're more open and more, you know, uh, more accepting than most of these people out here. Quote, uh, uh, like a certain OG rapper who has, uh, been put in the spotlight as of late. I ain't gonna say who, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, why does it matter if the man had painted nails? I mean, so what? He had painted nails. So how, how does that refute you from taking a picture with somebody? You know what I'm saying? It it just, it, it, it doesn't make sense, you know? And, you know, of course... You know, the um, <coughs> alphabet people had a lot of shit to say about this uh, because that's basically painting him as I don't want to say it's painting him as homo like, you know, you know, uh, against the alphabet people. So I, I don't I don't I don't think that that's what it, it it's showing, but it does come off a little bit, you know, like yikes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know I understand that the. uh alphabet people aren't the really easiest people to please all the time but you know at the same time it's just like it's a picture and 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 here's the thing you have to you'd have to be like really far away to take said picture because you're on you're at a basketball game you're you're on a court so you would have to be at least a good 10 15 like 5 10 feet away in the picture so if the man had either had his arm around you or he put his arm up. It, I mean, it would be really hard to see his nails in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Or you could have just asked him, "Hey, uh, don't touch me. Don't, don't, you know, do all that other stuff," and just took in the picture. But it's just like, um, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. But you know, that's how it is. But uh, that's enough of the top uh, top news section for today. That's all I really have for today. If you would like to continue this. Leave a comment down below or, you know, leave a, little com leave a little comment down below if you listen to the YouTube version if you want to keep hearing these top stories like this. But enough with that. Let's get in to our main topic. In, in what word, in, in, a, in a small sentence, what does a friend, what would you describe as a friend? Um... I guess one that has your best interest in mind. Yeah. They don't really do too much. Not too much asking, but they don't ask in a means of ignoring your, like, how, how it'll how it'll con con conflict with your personal life. Yeah. Like, if I, know, if I know you don't have a lot of money, I'm not gonna encourage you to to, um do do things that require the funds that you do not have let alone like encourage you to get them yourself that wouldn't be fair so yeah yeah um to me uh, to, to pick off of what you said um and if anything you know if you didn't have certain funds or you didn't have a means to i got you like if it becomes an everyday type thing then at that point you're like a mooch Right. But, you know, ever, ever so often, 
if you need something, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, uh, that's, and that's another thing that a friend is. A friend is giving because, you know, a friend is a person who is close to you who is not immediate blood, who is not in your immediate family. So, it's it's close. Like, I, I can say, like, I can say, like, you and me are, like, good friends. Like, close friends. Um, hell, you wouldn't be doing this podcast with me if we weren't. Um, but, you know, uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, y'all. Rate the show five stars. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I feel like, you know, like, whenever we, like, don't have... Whenever we like, I remember one time I needed a ride to work and nobody was willing to take me. And Jared was like, you don't? I was like, I I don't. Oh, you ain't got a ride? Now you do. Got fucking $25 so I can get me an Uber. And I got to work that day. And I was like, I mean, you didn't have to be aggressive, but th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you didn't have to yell, but like, I appreciate it. I probably, like, I, damn. <laughs> And I remember another time, Jerry was, you know, he was, like, exclaiming, like, he he was hungry. So, I was like, okay. And I sent him, I, t- I, mean, I sent him a dub saying, hey, go get you some meat. And he was like, oh, thanks. So, it's just, it's just shit like that, that, that puts you closer with the person, again, that's not your, that's not your blood relative. Um, how would you say... How would you say uh, a friendship works best for you? For me? Yeah. Honestly, it might be a little bit a little bit backwards. Like for me, I for me at least on my end, I'd like to give more than I receive because that way it makes me feel contempt and it's not the idea of Oh, like I don't want to owe a person anything. It just—I guess that's the—that's how I think other people or most people prefer to be, or to prefer their friends to be. Like they receive more, and then they—they they give uh, minimal effort. And it's not—it's not—it's not like a not really a hard concept. I mean, the average human is. The average human is selfish, and that's not to say, like, that that is a bad thing. That's just a common, you know, that's how we're biologically engineered, to think for ourselves and as a means of survival. So things like getting into relationships, it's all for our own well-being, but that doesn't mean we're not thinking of the other person in turn. Yeah. You're just thinking about yourself first. Exactly. Because when you're... Well, you should do anyway. Right, right. Because when you're getting into a relationship, it's because you enjoy that person's company for yourself. You know, it's you know, it's you, it's you getting into that relationship because you're no longer alone. In set, you're not you're no longer alone by yourself. You're basically getting into that relationship because you know you enjoy you enjoy that person, and it's nice to have that person around. So you're doing it inherently not for that person because you know now when i say that i don't mean that oh you don't love that person you're just doing it to you know 
you know, just to like have somebody around. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying part of you is now not so lonely anymore because that person is around. Um, and I feel I feel like most relationships thrive on uh, a 60 a 60 40 70 30 type of relation like not every relationship is going to be 50 50 and that's cool because I feel like 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 you said you like to give more than you're receiving and I feel like most relationships work when one person is working just a little bit harder than the other because like like say like I feel like our relationship is a little bit you know well, friendship, uh, our friendship is a little bit more 60, 60, 40, because, you know, you know, I'm the one who set up the podcast streams, does this. And, you know, literally, literally all you have to do is, is be there. And that's, and I feel like that's, that's enough for me because you showing up, you, you just showing up and being in every podcast shows me that, you want to be here. If you didn't want to be here, you would tell me that you didn't want to be here. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, a lot of people fuck up. They they think that because that person doesn't show affection or say or say what they feel that they don't want to be there or they're you know lesser because of. It's just like that's not how that's not how it works. If that person didn't want to be in their relationship, they would tell you they didn't want to be in their relationship. Or they would have told you, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. Uh, I'm just here for like a for a good time, not a long time. So, I, and I feel like that's where most friendships fuck up. Uh, most relationships and friendships fuck up. How, like, now, have you ever lost any friends? And if you have... How did that make you feel and what transpired for you to lose that friend? And what lesson did you learn from losing said friend? Well, most of my friends that I had were in were in school and I guess due to time we eventually like separated. I didn't really have anyone's I guess phone number. Right. I can't for some reason I can't remember like if I had yeah, I'm pretty sure I had a phone back then. But I just never reached out to anyone, never got their contact info. Um, even then, I didn't really... It's not like I wanted to remain friends with them even after school, because I was just like, oh, well, this is all going to end, you know, when we get out of here. It's not going to last forever. So I just yeah took that as it was, and eventually, you know, got out of contact with everyone from that I grew up with, and that was that. Was that. But I guess a lesson from that would be to keep them, you know, keep keep them around. If you really did enjoy, uh, if you really did enjoy their company, you keep them, keep them around, or give them at least give give them a reason to uh, keep you around in turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, I, I wouldn't say that's inherently your fault because um, you know some people just some people like just stay in your life for a, a period of time and then if they leave it's just because it was their time to go i would even say that uh you're a great example of that i have more of a connection with people who i've met through 
weird and un, un, uncircumstantial uh, situations than I have meeting them in because when you put when you put people when you put people in a school you know you're you're yeah you're, of course you're gonna like start to talk and do all this other stuff and you know make you know make friends and shit like that because you have to see these motherfuckers every day that's just that's just basic but I feel like you only you only create more real, authentic, and organic relationships once you get out of school. Because I feel like I've made more friends out of school than I have in school. And like like I said, you're a prime example. Like we literally met in a PlayStation party a, like nearly a year ago, and here we are doing a fucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just it's circumstantial and it's it's situational. You know what I'm saying? Like, as opposed to having to go to a place every every single day uh, and having to see the same people over and over again. I like that's that's kind of standard. That's gonna happen. You know, you're gonna make friends, and I I do have some friends that I met in high school that I'm still friends with to this day, and that's you know that's just me you know keeping in contact with them and them keeping in contact with me. Um. But I have, I have lost some. I've I've lost a pretty good chunk of friends, and it's it's due to a lot of shit. But uh, um, what what would you say is was your biggest your biggest uh thing that you know was like oh hold on let me let me actually let me rephrase that what would be your biggest turn off regarding friendships um i would say being too like not i don't want to say like being too outgoing but including me or wanting to include me in everything and judging me based off of me not uh wanting to go out like if if me not going out makes me lazy then you know by all means you know you're entitled to your own opinion but that won't keep me around for much longer mm. uh uh damn that's fuck that's a good ass fucking answer uh yeah uh i was kind of i was kind of like that at first when i first got into high school uh i didn't go with i didn't have literally any friends from from middle school that i went to so it was literally a brand i was literally starting all the way over because those people that i had in middle school were friends from elementary school and they had all went to different high schools and i was stuck going to this high school so i kind of just kept to myself and didn't really talk to anybody but you know eventually i started to get more people behind me and uh make new friends but for me my biggest turnoff is Um, kind of just uh just assuming that I'm the same, I'm the same person that I was years ago. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you tell you like this: eighteen and twenty one are two totally different people. No, whether you want to believe that or not, cool. But I feel like I have grown more as a person in these last three and a half years that I have that I have ever 
You know what I'm saying? Because time, time does strange things to people. And assuming that, you know, texting me and then assuming that I'm going to be the same person that I was back in high school or the same person that I was back in middle school, it's just, it's crazy to me. It, it really is because you're basically assuming that all this time that has passed, these five, these five, seven, five, six, seven plus years have been me just, you know, not learning or growing or doing anything at all like you think i'm just still sitting in that same in the same house with the same situations doing the same exact thing that i was doing in in middle school uh that's just not true it's 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 not people change people have metamorphosis people do new new and exciting things you know what i'm saying like what i never would have guessed like you you're sitting here telling me that you know i could have predicted I, I would meet a guy in a fucking play, in a PlayStation 4 party and start doing podcasts with him when I was fucking 11 years old. Like, come on. Like, you get, you, sometimes, sometimes people have to live, listen to themselves and just really think about what they're saying. Like, you cannot, like, you can't be serious with me right now. Like, people like to just assume that I'm just this, this same. Cause I, I ain't gonna cap. I'm, can I be real with you, Jerry? Yeah. If I would have met you like three years ago, we would not be friends. <laughs> okay. We would not be friends. And that's and that's where my problem lies. Like, I have to understand, like, I, I have to put myself in like sometimes I do have to go back to look forward. And Oh, bars. Write that on put that on t shirt real quick. Hey, put hey, write that down real quick. We're gonna put that on t shirt. Um <laughs> But um, sometimes I have to put myself in my 18-year-old shoes to realize what I'm doing differently for my 21-year-old self. Like, three years ago, I would have I been that same person like, oh, you're fucking, you're lame, you never want to do nothing, this, that, and the third. But then as I got older, I, have to realize, I had to realize that not everybody is that outgoing social type of person. Some days, like... It's like, I would be cool with us. Like, nowadays, I'd be cool if we would just sit in a PlayStation party and play a video game. Because then, at that point, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I want us to do, and that's spend time. As opposed yeah. to, yeah, like, as opposed to, oh, we gotta go out, I gotta come visit you, this, that, and the third. Like, nah, like, I'm cool with just, you know, playing a little Back for Blood. Which are actually going to be playing Black for Blood. We're going to be streaming it today. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, <laughs> like, as of, as opposed to like three years ago, I would have been like, "Let's go hang out. Let's do this." Da 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 da. Like, if you actually live down here. But I'm just cool with like you know, like to like later on tonight, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. We're going to watch a movie tonight in a PlayStation party. We're going to watch uh, a scary movie, right? Like. Like, that's cool. Like, you know, I have to understand, like, I didn't understand the case. Because I was a very sheltered type of child. Like, I didn't get to go out a lot and, you know, do things with, like, everybody my age. So, I kind of got, excuse me, I kind of got, um, you know, left out of a lot of things. 
Like it wasn't until it wasn't until I turned eighteen where I started, you know, hanging out and actually getting friends to go out and start doing all of the other stuff that I realized like, damn, this shit kinda boring. <laughs> like once you actually do the things that you've been wanting to do, you realize it ain't all it's all it's cracked up to be. Like Oh, going bowling with our friends. We're going to hit, like, weird trick shots. No, you know, David won. We got something to eat. We left. Like, <laughs> or like yesterday. Remember, I texted you yesterday. I was going to go hoop with some with some of my coworkers. We played basketball for, like, an hour. We went to go to CC's. And then I came back home. And then it was it. You know? Like, it wasn't it wasn't nothing too crazy. Like, did I have fun? Of course I did. I have fun. I have anytime I do go out and I have fun with friends, I, I go out to go have fun. But it's not like it was anything crazy or life changing that happened when I went out. You know what I'm saying? So cause there is a, such a thing as a social battery. You know what I'm saying? And like if your social battery runs out, like, you got to go home. You want to go home. Like, that's it, you know? Um, what would you say is your biggest turn on? Well, actually, nah. What would you say is, um, I'm sorry, that was gross. Um, <laughs> what would you say is your biggest perk of having a friend? Um, having the privileges of having the privilege of uh, helping them out, mm. helping somebody, you know. Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right, you want to see his niggas eat? I like that. I fucks with that. <laughs> um, actually, the same, same here. Like same here. Like, um, I do this podcast not because. You know, I'm trying to make money for for us, but just to get our names out there and network and do greater things beyond this podcast. Um, Cause you, we, we, we're we're the same. We love content creation. We love making content. We love entertaining. You know, I mean, this whole podcast is based on entertaining, and you know, just like putting our opinions out there so the world can hear. Uh, and it's just it's it it's nice for me because you know I've been doing this for a while so I know what what not to do what not what to do what not to do and you know it's it's nice because if I come up you come up if I if I get a brand deal we get a brand deal you know what I'm saying if we get if we get invited to go to a red if I get invited to go to a red carpet guess who's the first person who's going you so it's just it, it's just certain shit like that that helps you know not only myself but also helps you and it, it, it's just because at the end of the day it's that feel it's that euphoric feeling of knowing that you helped out somebody that makes you feel good not only as a friend but as a person um what um what could you say is what could you say about like say if I came to you and I I had just lost a friend like uh I don't know what to do what's what's the advice that you're that you're giving to me 
Okay. Um, I would ask you like, what it uh like, how much did they mean to you? Just to properly gauge, um, I guess how it's affecting you. Because mm. even if uh, let's say I don't really know or can't relate, knowing how much that person meant to you will give me some idea of how to how to help you cope right. with it, and that can give you give you advice accordingly. Right. Right. Um, so I probably would just. Hmm, that is a good question, though. Yeah. Honestly, if uh, if it yeah, I would I would honestly do the same thing, and then after that, I'd be like, um, I'd probably ask you like, how does it? How much does it mean for you to get them back as a friend? Because if if you just give me like some like you know, short, one-off answer, then I know that, you know, maybe it's not the right time. Like, if you if you really put it into detail on how much this person meant to you and how, you know, they made you feel, then, yeah, I'd probably help you out trying to get them back. But at the same time, it's just like, not everything is going to work. And at the end of the day, losing a friend, it's not, I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Losing a friend sucks. I, I know that probably more than I know that better than anybody in this fucking world, but at the end of the day, it's just like it's it's just how life works. You know, people get taken away from you, or you know, people leave because it's just was their time to go. It's it's not it's not in a it's not an effect of you know that person hated you from day one and so they wanted it's just a situation it's just a situational thing that you know something happened something popped off that was out of your control or something happened to where you know you know this was i wouldn't say it was meant to be i wouldn't say it was gonna be this was always gonna happen but it's just the fact of you know shit happens you know you lose people and people but at the end of the day life goes on you meet new people and you know it's just it's just how life works like when i um when i lost my when i lost my best friend you know uh it hurt it hurt like it it definitely hurt and i definitely you know still feel it to this day but i know at the end of the day she's always going to be with me and she's always going to be there and I'm sorry um I know she's always going to be there and I know that she would want me to keep going she wouldn't want me to you know sit around and be sad about how you know, I miss her and this, that, and the third. She would want me to keep going and doing what I do because this right here, all this, she wanted me to do this. From day one, she was like my main supporter of me doing this content creation shit. And I know if I give up, I'd be giving up on her. And that's not something that I want. And that's not something that I want to do. Um, But then on the other hand, I have people who, you know, who don't, who don't really understand me, who don't get me 
as much as they want to. They they see me as this black and white photo and just this this they they basically see me as this like evil manipulative person and that's just that's not someone who I am. That's just not a person who I am. It's just I don't I don't have the best communication skills because you have to understand I I came I wasn't always outgoing and cool and this that and the third I was very collective very basically if you see me opening up it's because if you see me if I was outgoing or anything it's because I was with my friends anywhere else I was just to myself and quiet and I didn't have a lot of the support that I have now and I didn't have a lot of the um the same communication skills that I have now cuz at this at this time in my life I'm still learning to communicate and express my feelings how I do because back then I couldn't and the reason that I couldn't was because I didn't know how to and to the and I will say again to this day I still don't know how to but I'm learning and I'm getting better at it and that's that's another way that I've lost friends is because they don't they don't understand me because people some people just don't want to take the time to get to know you they just think that you're like like a lot of my friends that I had in high school they still think I'm still the same same fucking crazy ass dude come up and tell jokes and all this other stuff like I'm still that dude but I'm 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 someone else I'm not I'm not a person to I'm sorry I heard a fucking knock on my door scared the shit out of me um <laughs> um I'm not that same dude that I was again I'm not the same I'm not the same 18 year old or the same 17 year old or 16 year old that you met years ago I'm so much more than just a joke and a laugh. And I feel like that's where people that's where people fuck up on me. Cuz I know I'm much more than that. I know you've seen me. You've seen me be more much more than that. And it, but I have to understand that people are going to look at the world black and white. They think they think there's a good, they think there's a bad, and that's that's all there is. They never want to accept that there is a gray area. They never want to accept that there is um, something more beyond who you display in front, of, in front of other people. And I feel like I've lost a lot of friends that way. And it's, it's, tra- it's it, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for anybody who who wants to make who wants to keep friends around and keep people around but at the end of the day people are not going to fully understand you or fully take the time to understand you and that's and that's okay that's understandable that's that's cool that's great at the end of the day you have to live your life and and start meeting people who are who are going to take the time to understand you because a lot of people don't don't know that you know I have a lot of shit going on going on with me and what I do and how I live every day and what because not everybody's gonna think how you think nobody can read your fucking mind you know what I'm saying and I can't read your mind so 
if you just take take patience and take time to sit down and talk to me, then maybe you will get a meaningful conversation out of me. But if you just see me as, you know, funny, just that cool dude, that funny, that funny chubby guy, like, okay, cool, whatever, we're going to keep it. And, and if I keep, and if I keep it, <laughs> if I keep it like that, I'm going to keep it just like that. That's, that's how I'm going to keep it. Um, did you ever have any problems with that? Like where people would, you know, just take you at face value and just not even explore your, your inner, your inner self? Um, yeah, it, I think it happens probably more often, probably more often than I realize. Mm. Um, like I would intent, sometimes I would intentionally, uh, I guess not really be myself. Mm. So that, and it got, it's gotten to a point where it's, it's, it's believable. You know, when I, when I act the way I act, it's, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Right. Cause I've, I've either been pretending for a long time or just never really been able to be me. Mm. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like it, not, not, not saying it's your fault, but do you feel like you could have done something differently or do you do anything differently now that you have done before? So that doesn't happen more often than it should. Yeah, actually I, um, as I try, I try more so I'm not as reserved as I once was because at first I wouldn't just say anything at all. But now I'm more willing. Oh, trust me. you. Let me tell you right now. This nigga is not reserved around me. He be fucking me up, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That whole... Remember that whole... Remember the... Uh, after, remember episode three? That man came up with everything that was in that podcast. And when I tell you, my stomach was hurting after listening to that shit. Oh, my God. Is that a buck? Oh man, but um, um, how would you um? Could you tell every like, if you could give any advice on how to do that? What, what did that? What did you do differently? What, what steps did you take to do different to do that differently? So like what? The, oh okay. So like uh, you didn't come off as more reserved. Like, did you just start, did you just start, like, not opening up, because, you know, you ain't, you ain't got to open up to everybody, but did you just start, you know, kind of, like, piece by piece, little by little, just start, you know, like, engaging in more, like, conversations and shit like that? Yeah, I would, I would engage in more conversations, and I would listen, I would listen more. Mm. And I would start, not in a means to, like, you know... Um, cause, cause back then I would try to avoid a situation, avoid a situation and in order for me to do that, all I had to do was just not pay attention to what people were saying around me. But now I'm more observant in that regard. Oh yeah. You were, <laughs> you are very observant now. Um, uh, it is a parasitic. I'm sorry. Parasitic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh 
y'all ne- you guys will never know what that conversation was, but hey, fuck it. Um, I think I had a, I think I had a similar problem to you, um, as, as to yours, where I wouldn't really. I wouldn't really give people time to hear out. I would just kind of just blo- I would just kind of just let my anger get the best of me and like blow up in front of people and kind of just like not even give them a chance to say their piece or uh let them feel how they feel. And I ca- I kind of think that rolls around back on me, you know, karma's a bitch cuz now people don't want to hear me out and hear my side of the story and I think you know, fucking universes. They think they're fucking hilarious, but when I bring out this too, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think now I'm very, I'm very much more reserved and very calm. Like the situation I told you before we got on stream, I, I didn't, bl- I didn't blow up, I didn't blow up, I didn't get upset. I kind of just took it at face value, moved on, and just you know sat back and just cooled off. You know, as opposed to me years ago, I would just be like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck you. Um, suck my dick. This, that, and the third. Da, 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 da. I didn't, I didn't give nobody a chance to speak or, or hear them out. And I get it. You know, I, and I get why I did that. Again, I didn't really have the kind of support system that I did now because, you know, now nowadays I can I can text you. I can text my my other friends and be like, hey, what can I do? Because and that's a, and that's another thing that friends are good for. They they you know they they give you a little bit of it. They get they are very good advice givers. What do I do in this situation? Or and that's how I've learned to take more precaution to situations is to just ask my friends, hey, what do I do? I want to do this. I don't want to say this or do anything. They just be like, yeah. And again, I have gotten more help from people who I considered strangers years ago to the people I've known my entire life. Now, granted, you know, it was high school. Did nobody think straight? The high school was all about sex, lunch, and trigonometry. That's all I fucking was. So, I get that. But, at the same time, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's how they say girls mature faster than boys. Girls would tell me things that I didn't understand, that back then, that, that girls would tell me things that now I'd be like, oh, that makes so much sense. Then back then, like, oh, you fucking, fucking stupid motherfucker, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, we have to understand, like, I was a 16-year-old boy. You're comparing me to my 21-year-old self. I am much more co- coercive and much more alert and aware of my surroundings than that 16-year-old little bitch was. And you're, and you're dead-ass comparing me to that numbnuts back then. Like, come on now. Like, that's not fair in any way. Like, if you... Like say say like you were six years old, right? Uh, and you fucking you fucking kicked a squirrel, and years later people keep calling you squirrel kicker when you have not <laughs> when you haven't kicked a squirrel in years. Like wouldn't that wouldn't that upset you? Wouldn't that get you upset? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what's up, squirrel kicker? Like, bitch, that was, man, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, Josh, that was 15 years ago. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... It's just not fair, and it's 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 not fair. But I'm not I'm not here to play victim. I do understand that back then, back then I did say and do a lot of things that was fucked up, and to this day I still do things that are. I say and do things that are fucked up, but I, it's all it's always about learning. You learn more things, you learn to do more things, and you know that just makes you a better person all around. You know you're you're compa- like ugh. One time I was talking to a girl, she compared me to her ex. Ugh. Like nah. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. No, Sally. That's what we're not that's not what we're gonna do. She was her name was her name <laughs> Her name wasn't Sally, but you know, fuck it. Like you know I, I think I think and I think that's where a lot of people fucked up. They compare they compare like not everybody is the same. You can't compare, you can't compare somebody to somebody else and expect to get the same result. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my, well my ex did this and my ex did that, or my friend, my my ex best friend did this and my ex best friend did that. Well then go back to that motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Fuck away from me. <laughs> like, like I don't think you understand how many times I've heard something like that in my in my day to day life. Like it is it is it is astronomical how many fucking times I've heard some shit like that. Like my ex did this, my ex best friend did this. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like Well, I'm me. I am Ribin. I'm no fuck that, I'm Darian. Bitch. I don't give a fuck about what... I don't give a fuck that Jacob gave you flowers every day. I don't have the money to buy you flowers every day, bastard. Alright, them motherfuckers are gonna die in a couple of days anyway. Fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> Suck my dick. But... <laughs> but I think that's... I think that's just standard. You know? People like to compare people to other people. But, um... I guess I think we went over everything, so I think we can I think we can get into the last topic. Um what can you say was the worst way that you lost a friend? Worst way that I lost a friend? Yeah, through a misunderstanding, through, you know, just, you know, situational shit. How how would you say how did that situation go and how did it make you feel afterwards? Mm. Probably. Hey, you don't have to say any names. You can make up a fake name. Samus. Let's try Samus. Samus. <laughs> the bounty hunter? No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the mercenary? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say probably in school there was a. Um, I guess there was a, probably a, I think it was a fight outside, um, right. back when we had recess and stuff. Right. Um, oh, this is elementary school. 
Oh yeah. Oh, we going way back. Way back when. <laughs> um, and then, um, I think, what do you call it? Well, it started when when somebody was being pushed on a swing, and oh. I think they got pushed too high to a point where they were. I think they were underneath the swing in midair. So they were like suspended for a split second and then they fell down to the ground. Mm -hmm. They hurt themselves pretty bad, but um, their friend, that person's friend got upset, the person that pushed them. But they was like, for some reason, they didn't see the, they didn't see, they wasn't looking at the person because they was somewhere else. And they were like, basically saying, asking who did it. And it got blamed on me because I was the quiet one, and I didn't say anything. I was just like, "No, it wasn't me." But they—they—it was basically when, oh, if they said you did it first, then nothing else, no matter what you could say, you did it. Apparently, you know, according to everybody else, if they—if they accused you, like whoever they accused first, that's the person that did every goddamn thing. So. Um, that I did it, and they were trying to start a fight with me, and I wasn't having it, so I just, I walked away, but, um, I think I got, can't remember if I got chased, or, I think I got chased for a little while, until I outran everybody else, <laughs> and uh, that's when teacher came at just the right time, and she was like, what the, what's going on here? I'm out of breath and shit. I'm just like, oh. hold on, give me a second. <laughs> um, I was just playing a little football. Well, where's the football at? Um, imaginary football. That's what we were playing. She was like, all right. <laughs> I catch y'all doing anything else. Basically saying uh, it's detention and shit. So I was like, cool, 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 cool. You got it. You got it. You got it, teacher. <laughs> you got it, Miss Miss Samus. <laughs> More like salmon. <laughs> hey, Gordon, do be fit. Okay, all right. No, we ain't gonna talk about that right now. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your Shit. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. How the fuck did you lose the friend then? Well, they were friends with each other, and I think one of them was friends with me, but he never ended up talking to me after that. Ah, uh, I got guess, you. I guess you know he was probably more friendly with them, and then if they didn't like me, then he didn't like me. So, got you. Got you, got you, got you. Um, mine is a little bit more convoluted and fucked up, but you know I'm gonna tell it. Uh, so I had I've had this friend. Uh, she was actually previously my ex, but then we be actually became close friends. Um, it, this was years later. Uh, and you know I didn't want to put myself in in this in a certain situation, but you know, uh, now I know not to. <laughs> so uh. She was actually, uh, at around this time, uh, I want to say it was like late 
2019 or early 2020. This is, this is I think this is 2020. This is like this is some that it was sometime around this this time last year where uh uh you know she started we started actually getting back into contact uh and started talking again and she was telling me about her her um her husband now i ain't gonna put all her, her business out there but you know you know some of the situations that she was talking about was you know not for the faint of heart um and I was just like, maybe you should leave. And she was like, no, I love him. This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. All the bullshit I've heard before. Um, so I was like, whatever, cool. Um, and, you know, in that amount of talking, you know, I, I've said some things that I shouldn't have said. Uh, I'm not going to say it, but, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty, it, it was very, it was out of line. It was very out of line. It was very, uh, not too too cool to say um but uh around the time uh a little bit later around the time that i had lost my best friend i actually wanted to do a uh i wanted to make a, a picture for my friend because her birthday was coming up around that time and i wanted to i wanted it to be i wanted because she's good at painting i wanted her and uh my other best friend uh, another person that she was close with she uh to make the picture uh, of both of them and I wanted to give it to her as a as a birthday present um so I said hey I'm gonna pay you she was like no 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 I want to do this for free so I was like okay cool whatever uh so I had forgot about it and I just figured that she had started painting it or whatever then I was actually going to the uh the mailbox because I needed to go get some mail because there was some mail for me uh um and she was calling me, but I couldn't. I couldn't really talk to her because, uh, because as I'm going to the mailbox, the the cell the cell reception was kind of like wonky. So I just declined the call and I texted her. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna call you back later." Uh, but she just kept calling me and calling me and calling me, and I was just like, "Oh God, what, like what's up? Is everything okay?" So I answered the phone. And I was like, "Yo, what's up? Is everything good?" And that's when her husband answered the phone and was like. Who is this? And I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my name is Darian. Uh, you must be, you know, da da da. And he was like, uh, you know, uh, uh, he was like, why are you uh, talking to my wife? Why are you offering her money? Da 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 da. And at that point, I was just like. I really don't want to be in this situation. I just, I literally just went downstairs to get my package so I can fucking, it was, it was I, I don't remember what the package was. It was just a package of do-rags so I can fucking keep my hair tight and needy and make waves. I didn't want to deal with all that. I wanted to be happy that I got my fucking, my fucking do-rags. <laughs> so he, um, so he, um, he, um, he's like, why are you offering my wife money, this, that, and the third? And I was like, well, first of all, if you would have actually sat down and read the text, it it actually says, hey, I'll give you money for it. Because I put in there, I will give you money for the painting. And I explained to him why I was giving her money. So that calmed him down a bit. But then he was like, I'm scrolling up, listen, looking at your guys' messages. Like, why are you telling her to do this and do that? You know, just, you know, my jokes and shit. 
you know, my jokes that it because you know, when you've known somebody for a long time, you don't you don't like pull punches with them. You just kind of just be who you are and say what you say because you know you've known them for a long time. And that's exactly what I told him. And I shouldn't have told them this. I was like, look, look, listen here, buddy. Like I was Ashley's friend way before she before you even became her little husband. So. I don't understand why you're getting upset over some jokes. And he was like, they're not jokes to me. Don't talk to me or my wife ever again. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know what? You got it. Cool. Great. Whatever. Um, so I ended at that. Uh, hung up. He said, he sent me a very threatening message. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right here. Yeah, we're going we gonna to read it. We're going to read it. <laughs> We gonna read it. We gonna we gonna definitely read it. It says, "I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry about your loss recently, but don't talk to me or my wife ever again." But saying redacted, which was the joke, uh, is some real sleazy shit if i see you if i see you around her or text her i swear on my fucking life i will beat i will beat you into an inch of your fucking life so i basically said you don't know me no do you know what my intentions are the fact that you're coming the fact that you're coming at me is a, over a joke is crazy i've been i've done nothing but been respecting you respecting you and your wife up until this point so why do you think it is okay to, for you to talk to me like this? Because at this point in time, I had been respecting their relationship and anything that, anything that she, like, I've basically been telling her that she was in the wrong for all the, all the shit that she's been telling me and basically pointing him as a beacon, a beacon of light, a beacon of, of goodness. So it's crazy to me that, you know, because if he actually would have read all of our messages, he would have seen that I was protecting him more than I was protecting her. And, you know, it was just whatever. But at the end of the day, I have to realize that's a married woman. That is a person who is in a relationship and I cannot treat her as as if she wasn't or as that was just her boyfriend. And, you know, going back, the stuff that I did say, it was kind of, it kind of was out of, it, it would, it could have been taken out of context and was very, you know, upsetting to read because at the end of the day, I had to put him in my shoes. I had to put him, I had to put myself in his shoes. This dude that I don't know is talking to my wife just any type of fucking way and here I am not knowing here I am oblivious to everything and not knowing who this dude is and what his intentions are and I kinda I, I kinda had to sit there and realize like damn that's probably that's probably why you know he reacted the way that he did but you know at the end of the day it's just like you know, you put again, you put yourself in situations based on the person, the person, the merit of your character. I think, do I think 
do I think if I wouldn't have never said such joke or I would have never, you know, kept close contact with that girl, we would still be talking or still be good friends? Fuck yeah, definitely, 100%. But, you know, that's just not how things work. You do, you do things not in the heat of the moment, but you do things based on how you relay and see that person and how you do things personally in your own way. And that's kind of how, that's kind of where, you know, things, you know, get, get either, that's where kind of things were, where good things will happen or bad things will happen. At the end of the day, it's just, it's just life. But, uh, we just hit the hour mark, so we're probably going to go ahead and end this right here. Uh, do you have any final words or final Final advice to give those people out there who have lost or are losing friends. Um, I would say, no matter how close you are to whatever friend you may have, um, don't approach it as a for both sides. Don't approach it as a oh, I can always make more, or don't beat yourself up too bad about losing losing a friend um you know try, try to be somewhere in the center like you know that there's other people out there and at the same time you shouldn't worry too much about it right so true, true, true. just like you know no resentment even if they whether they left you or whether you know life ran its course and whatnot whatever the circumstances you know, just know that it's uh that you'll find you'll find another person if if that's what you're if you if you want it it'll come to you and a lot of the times you don't even have to go for it yourself. Like a lot, a lot of the things just they'll come to you if you're if you wait for it. Right. That's real spit right there. Da 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 da. Alright, um uh, I'm not um I think I have to end it off with, hey, you know, people come and go with the seasons. You know, some people stay around for a very long time. Some people don't. Some people stay there for the rest of your life. And some people just stay there for, for, a, for a year. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, cherish that time that you have with that person. Cherish what you can. And, and then if that person leaves or if that person has to leave or if that person is gone from your life, just keep going because at the end of the day you're not living for them you're living for you but i would like to thank you for ca for catching up with uh episode what is this four yeah episode four of the planet arriving podcast uh as always you can follow me on instagram twitter twitch and youtube at king ribbon you can follow my boy here on instagram at emmy at what was it underscore med4 you Cause I think I got it wrong last time, didn't I? I don't know. It was it was uh, underscore med four d. Med four Okay, med four d. Cause I got it wrong last time. And then you can catch him on YouTube at tym underscore gaming uh, to catch him streaming or doing whatever on that. But I'd like to thank you for rocking it in our solar system. Thank you for another incredible episode, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.